voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, calendar and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Oh, I can't stop my iPhone from talking, but here we are. <laughs> I can't you stop. Know the, yeah, I know the feeling. No. Yeah. Oh, man. I just didn't think that would happen, but it did. But here we are oh, well. for what? All Things Radio 559. That's this 560, what, I think, isn't it? No, is it 559 still? 559. 559. Okay. And what is today's date? November the November 12th. 12th. November 12th, 2020. We have no wow. news, no radio news, nothing going on. Nothing, nothing so going you, on. So <laughs> you, can, you can just rest no and listen to jingles. No playoffs or anything. That's right. And no big problems in the radio field. Saying all that, I'll turn it over to Jeff anyway. Oh, thank you very much, Bill. Very good evening to everybody listening live on the uh, on the show. And, of course, if you're replaying it, we'll say good morning, good afternoon, and so forth and so on. Well, we've got a very busy program this week. First of all, we'll talk about the world of broadcasting from a national perspective. And, boy, there's plenty of radio news. We'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' calendar and format changes in our featured station, our featured segment, I should say, that for that we normally do. We're going to do a little piece on Alex Trebek, one of my favorite game show hosts. Classic air check time. How about a trip to Cincinnati, Ohio? Well, we're going to listen to a composite air check of radio station WSAI AM in 1971. And finally, we'll travel to Cincinnati, Ohio once again, and we're going to listen to radio station WAKW FM, 93.1 FM. They're owned by Pillar Fire Ministries, and they're doing all Christmas, and they don't sound too bad. So, at all in all, I think we've got a pretty busy show. We have a lot to talk about. So, we'll turn it over to you, Bill. All right, Jeff. Anybody else got anything earth-shaking to say before... I turn it over. No, to... no Sean tonight, Bill. So I have to haul the load for the younger people. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a load. Yeah. What can I say? Every every time I do anything or involved with anything, I find, ooh, I'm the older people, and these are the younger people. Oh no, while well, I'm around, I'm still older than you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm 67, but I'm not complaining about it. So, no, hey, no. we're uh, glad we're, we're doing what wow, we're I doing. I feel like a child. <laughs> yeah, how do you seven two? <laughs> Well, see, how old are you? Bernie's probably about 76, I think. No, <laughs> no, he's 75. He graduated in 75. He couldn't uh, handle the pace of his retirement if he were that old. Right. That's a, yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How he graduated in 1975, I don't know, but... He's <laughs> they didn't want to keep him in. I, I was valedictorian. Come on. You were. <laughs> you're, you were valedictorian. So was I when I graduated. You know... Wow. I, whatever I, happened to us, Jeff? Yeah, whatever happened. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was just lucky to graduate, but I picked it up when I got in college. But I met Bernie in 75 when I went to Evansville to speak. For some reason, he was at this training course at the University of Evansville way, way, way back, way back. And I had to act like I knew what I was doing, and I didn't. But (laughs) Yeah, and you guys, Bill comes in 
and he's going to tell us all what's what. And we listened so intently to everything he said. I believed him. Yeah, that's why you're screwed up. <laughs> well, as you grow older, you get wiser, yeah. too. You know? Yeah, a little wiser, but no, we we went in. I think I was doing a little rehab work at that time, but graduating. But no, it was good to see the guys at that time, and Bernie was doing quite well. And I was very, very impressed and knew he was going to be a superstar. So I was doing rehab in 75, rehab from uh, partying too much in college. <laughs> wow. Chris I was still I a, I was still a kid days. in 75. Oh, well, let's move Chris, on. Very young one at that. Let's move on, as Jeff says, because he wants a spotlight and he wants to be the award-winning Jeff. But, Jeff, if I don't fit this key... <laughs> we won't be able to do it. But That's now we, we're good, Jeff, so That's you can get your applause. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. A deal between Urban One and Endercom will see market changes in four major radio markets. This is also the time when major radio groups report their third quarter revenue results. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen October Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and we were on the air this past Thursday when the news broke that Edicom and Urban One, owners of Radio One, were going to be swapping radio stations that affected St. Louis, Missouri, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and here's how this whole deal breaks out. For Edicom, it's a win-win situation where they'll be able to fill out the markets of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Washington, D.C. with additional radio stations, and for Radio One, they'll be gaining a market with very well-performing radio stations. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Radio One is swapping away radio station WPHIF they transmit on a frequency of 103.9 for Edicom's cluster in Charlotte, North Carolina. On the other hand, Edicom is also gaining in this deal as well because Edicom will get 103.9 WPHI-FM, which will simulcast the all-news operation of KYW-AM, something that Edicom has wanted to do for a long, long time. Now let's look at Charlotte, North Carolina, where Radio 1 will be gaining the Edicom radio stations, and these stations include WBT-AM and FM, WLNK-FM, as well as WFNZ-AM and its FM translator. Radio 1 is gaining gaining three radio stations in Charlotte, North Carolina, which do very, very well. First of all, WBT, AM, and FM do well with their news, talk, and information format, and WLNK-FM does well with its adult contemporary format and the morning show hosted by Bob and Sherry. And they also gain the sports radio station, WFNZ-FM, as well. Now, in Washington, D.C., Radio 1 is swapping away WTEM-AM and its FM translator, and this is a win-win situation for Anacom in Washington, D.C., because they'll be gaining another sports radio station to fill out the sports roster. They already own W. WJFK AM and FM in the market. And in St. Louis, Missouri, they're obtaining the intellectual properties of 95.5 WFUN FM, and they're moving the intellectual properties of 95.5 WFUN FM to 96.3 WNOU FM. However, there's a third player in the deal. Gateway Broadcasting, which owns radio station WLJY FM in St. Louis, Missouri, with their contemporary Christian format, will acquire 95.5 WFUN FM from Radio 1. And what's going to happen with 95.5? They're going to be programming their Christian hip-hop format on that radio station. In other news, major radio groups are starting to report their third quarter revenue results, and those revenue results aren't pretty. iHeartRadio reported their third quarter revenue results, and they were down 22%. Bob Pittman, CEO of the company, says the big savior for this radio company is their podcasting platform, because the podcasting platform provides lots of revenue for the company. Townsquare also reported their third quarter revenue results, and compared to all the other radio markets, it's not too bad. Their revenue dropped 15% in the third quarter. However, you should know that Townsquare doesn't only make money on radio, but it makes money 
money on special events and other digital projects, and they did pretty well compared to other radio companies. Cumulus Media also reported their third quarter revenue results, and they were down 29%. Mary Berner, CEO of the company, says they're doing the best they can, and they're making lots of cutbacks, allowing the company to function under this environment. Educom also reported their third quarter revenue results, and they were down 30%. However, their digital revenue was up 40%. You know that Educom has already made major cutbacks in all areas, including their alternative rock-formatted radio stations and their country radio stations to offset the loss of revenue in the third quarter. Finally, Beasley Media also reported their third quarter revenue results, and they were down 51.9 million from last year at this time. And like all the other radio companies, Beasley Media is also making major operational cuts to stay afloat. Now it's time to take a look at what's happening on the street. One of the major radio performers who was affected by the iHeartRadio layoffs is Steve Summers, who had been halting America's Trucking Show on radio station WLWAM in Cincinnati, Ohio. He took over the show that was hosted originally by his father, Dale Summers, in 1994. But what is the future of America's Trucking Show that was airing on WLW? We don't know. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. And what about all those people who got laid off? What's replacing those radio shows? Well, in many markets, iHeartRadio is replacing those radio shows with syndicated radio shows that are already syndicated in-house by Premier Radio. In Portland, Oregon, Jam 107.5 KXJM has replaced their local morning show with the syndicated Jubal Show, which originates at radio station KBKS-FM in Seattle, Washington. And in Tucson, Arizona, KMIY-FM has dropped its hot adult contemporary format for Christmas music. This is the first time this radio station has ever done this. And after the holidays, the syndicated Valentine of the Morning Show will appear on this radio station. With the exit of Sydney LaFreeze, who was doing mornings at the radio station, however, she was downsized when iHeartMedia made all those layoffs. In other news, KBMG-FM, which is owned and operated by Entravision, is adding the Showboy Sotelo Show for mornings, which is aimed at the young Latin American community. In Detroit, Michigan, WKQI-FM, which is owned and operated by iHeartMedia, is adding the syndicated Joe Show for evenings. Joe Show originates at radio station WFLZ-FM in Tampa, Florida. Finally, Radio 1 launches LaGrande 102.5 in Columbus, Ohio. The 102.5 frequency originally programmed an alternative rock format. However, when the owner of the radio station couldn't come to terms with those running the alternative rock formatted radio station, the alternative rock radio station moved to digital, and Radio 1 is going to be operating radio station WWCD-FM under a local market agreement. Now it's time to conclude our look at the Nielsen October personal people meter ratings. In Portland, Oregon, the number one rank radio station, and they definitely were playing Christmas music, is KKCWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KOPB-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Portland, Oregon is KXL-AM, also programming a news talk and information format. In Charlotte, North Carolina, a city we talked about earlier in this broadcast, the number one rank radio station is WRFX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WSOC-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina is WBT-AM with its news talk and information format. In San Antonio, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KONO-FM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is WOAI-AM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Antonio, Texas is KCYY-FM with a country format. In Sacramento, California, the number one rank radio station is KFBK-FM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is KNCI-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Sacramento, California is KSEG-FM with a classic rock format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the number one rank radio station is WDVE-FM with a rock format. The number two rank radio station is WWSWFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is WRRK-FM with an adult hits format. In Salt Lake City, Utah, News Talk reigns supreme. The number one rank radio station is KNRS-FM with a news talk format, followed by KSL-AM, also programming a news talk format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah is KSFI-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one rank radio station 
station is KKLZ-FM with a classic hits format. The number two-rank radio station is KSNE-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KMXB-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one-rank radio station is WOCL-FM with a classic hits format. The number two-rank radio station is WMGF-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Orlando, Florida is WMMO-FM with a classic hits format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, things are status quo. The number one rank radio station is WLWAM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is WGRRFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio is WUBEFM with a country format. In Cleveland, Ohio, the number one rank radio station is WNCXFM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WMJIFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Cleveland, Ohio is WTAMAM with a news talk format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one rank radio station is KCFX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is KPRS-FM with an urban format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is KCMO-FM with a classic its format. Finally, in Columbus, Ohio, the number one rank radio station is WCOL-FM with a country format. The number two rank radio station is WTVN-AM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Columbus, Ohio is WNCI-FM with a pop CHR format. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Bank of America, followed by Home Depot, United Healthcare, Geico Insurance, and Progressive Insurance. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great job, Jeff. And did you know that EMF is dropping the classic? Their I did, but I got up. To, unfortunately, I got up after I had been produced the radio news. Yeah, um, that's so. that's going to happen for the people. I don't think too many people were subscribing or stations were involved with that, but it's going away. What at the end of the year? At the end of the year, and also we will talk about the Chicago White Sox. And you'll be talking about it on Sports Lounge. Yep. They're leaving uh, WGN AM, and they're going to be moving to WMVP. That's the owned, station owned and operated by ESPN, the folks at ESPN. Yeah, so, I think that's the third station in four years. They were on WLS for a year, <laughs> and then they went to GN for two, and now over to MVP. <laughs> and One day, oh. another thing, I think you can see that the news talk is just going to transition. That was October, and that was election coverage. It's going to transition now with the spike in the cases, going to move right into back into virus coverage like they were in the spring. So they're going to do very well. I, One I, piece I would... of information, Jeff, that to, to kind of tack on to your Steve Summers story, um, after reading that the other day, I turned on WLW the other night, and they were not, they didn't have the American Trucker Network. They had a guy on there named Dan Carroll. Now, I'm not familiar with Dan Carroll, but he was local, and he was going to be on until 5 in the morning. So well, he at I least just, was on temporarily. I understand that he was only there for the week, and I'm not sure what they're going to do. The problem is I have a friend of mine who works for iHeartMedia, and she feels really bad about it. I mean, you know, and what do you say when she says to me something like, I won't give her name, but when she says to me something like, you know, I really feel guilty because I'm everyone I know is being laid off, and, and they're all friends of mine. I mean, you know, when you yeah. when you work at a radio station, Bernie, you, you know this already, you, you, you get to be friendly with some of the people you work with, and she feels really guilty about it. And Oh, sure she would, yeah. And exactly. I, I don't, and, and there's nothing you can say about that. It's just, it's just a fact of life, unfortunately, and I'm not sure how much more they could cut back at Albany, New York, because um, they, they've already they're already down to the bare bones when when it comes to running radio stations. And and as Scott Fiber said in his Authors Radio Watch, and I, and maybe this is uh, maybe this is telling. 
if iHeartMedia wanted to do uh, the following, if they wanted to nationalize their formats, why don't they just and just get rid of all the people and, and just get it over with and, and do it and, and be done with it? Because that that's what they're going to ultimately do at some point. Does any, What do you guys think of that? Bernie, what do you think about that? Oh, I think that's what it sounds like. I don't know what they're waiting for, but uh, to your point earlier about the fact that, you know, you watch these people lose their jobs, it is sad. I remember yeah. when... Uh, uh, XM was still just XM, and they went through their first uh, group of uh, layoffs. And uh, I was talking, I didn't even know what was happening. I was talking to Flash on, oh, yeah. when he did Afternoons, and uh, uh, somebody came in to say goodbye to him, and, and uh, they were both almost in tears. And yeah. and I said, oh, who's leaving? And he, he told me who was leaving. And I said, oh, my God, I know her. She used to work here in town. It's like, yeah. and it was, it was, it is sad. It really is. Well, and the guy, I, it's radio. I, I used to talk to the guy. He was on, the, he had, they had a channel on XM. I believe it was called, what's it, Soul Street, I think it or something like that. I forgot what it was. Yeah, Soul Street. And the guy that ran it was a guy named Bobby Bennett. And we used to joke about it all the time. I said, Bobby, we must be related. You know, we used to, we used to yeah. kid about that. And, and, and he says, you know, I know they're probably going to lay me off, but they keep telling me they're not. And they did lay, lay him off. And unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago. But um, but it was it was sad because out of all the, out of the two services, when they were bought out by Sirius, mm-hmm. uh, they all became one company. It ruined that XM radio and Sirius. It, it did. Yeah, it did. I, yeah. I like oh, yeah. XM of the two of I them. I always right. say it's all about Howard. If Howard had gone to work for XM, that people would have invested in XM and they would have had more money. XM had twice exactly. as many subscribers as Sirius did. And, and Sirius, I mean, that, that's a pretty good and show. And to be truthful, XM. Chris, I've never listened to Howard. Well, I have occasionally, oh. but if Sirius had some, I mean, XM had some pretty I good do shows. A lot. I mean, do you remember when they had Matt the Cat, for example? Oh, yeah. And, uh, right. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, and laid him off right after his wedding. We just got back from their honeymoon, and they laid him off. Yeah, I mean, I, I, know, he's on the, I know he's on the Internet, and I'm not sure what else he's doing. He's right. on the Internet. He's on different stations around on the Internet, and he's still uh, doing the Stepping Stone in Salem, Massachusetts, of bread and, bed and breakfast. I know we never say that, but bed and breakfast. So, Why uh, is WSB uh, saying the FM call letters instead of just the AM? I mean, they're, they're saying the FM, for, they're promoting the They'll do that. Like, they'll say 99.5 and 750 WSB yeah, I mean, or Bottom line is, is you know? a, AM is a dead medium, Mike. I mean, I, I don't know how to oh, tell yeah. you this. And we've yeah. been talking about this over and over again. And and unfortunately, people don't listen to AM radio. Well, if, if they can digitize it, if they make the old digital format, will that work? No. You know why it won't work? Because they, unless they built, unless they put enough radios out on the market so that people can yeah. buy that. Even that your big-time stations, Jeff, like, like, like WSB and WHO and places like that, they're trying their best to get somewhere on the FM because they, they know exactly right. as you well, said. Well, when that station, every- when KYW does that you betcha that they'll say the uh, the, the whatever their FM is going to be in 1060 yeah. KYW you and, know? and talk about KYW I'll talk about them next week but they're they're going to be making some lineup changes not not purposely but the, one of the rate one of their anchors uh, a guy named Brendan Brandon Brendan Brooks is retiring and they're going to uh-huh. be moving uh they're going to be making some schedule changes I don't have them in front in front of me but uh, they, you know they they're, they've been looking forward to this for a long time I, I'm just wondering when the next step is going to be for WINS in New York to get an FM I'd be Z needs to get on the FM too. I, I don't know. They they, they, I, they need to look at another performing uh, thing on iHeart and see if they can get over on FM because I think you, that make would make. You sense know, it's funny they well. they were in the last uh, in this in this most recent PPM ratings they were number one, which was surprising. But I was yeah. surprised that they would. Uh, News talk. I, 
now, I don't really listen to them, Chris, but have they done anything to improve the news? Well, on you know what they do? And, you know, I was thinking about this. They really have hosts. I mean, they're anchors. They're fine. And they, but they have to, of course, read the same things over and over and over again because the news isn't as, you know, they don't have as many reporters. They don't have as many stories. But from 6 to 10, they've got, a, you know, uh, Jeff Brown. 10 to 2 is Lori Kirby. 2 to 6 is Jeff, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Ben Parker. They, so they're almost like DJs. 6 to 10, 10 to 2, 2 to 6. You know, and they're on the full four hours. And, you know, so that's how they get, you know, those guys are staying, they're getting the big money and other, so they don't have, you know, they don't go back and forth. This half hour is yours, that half hour is the other guys like they used to do. Well, you know, that's not, a, that's not unusual people. because at one time, WBBM used to do the same thing um, and they still do. Uh, they would have their morning uh, team and then in the middays they'd have Bob and Betty Sanders, a husband and wife team until they left and went to WMCA short for uh, for a short time and then they have an afternoon uh, crew yeah. and then at night that would be 6 to 10, 10 till 2 and 2 to 6 in the morning. So Okay, well, there you go. The other thing too, I was uh, remembering, and I don't know enough about Charlotte to know whether it's true of FNZ and some of this other stuff. BT had been an intercom station, and they traded yeah, them, right. and then they traded them back. So you know, just reconfigured everything. But BT, I remember going from intercom to, I guess, Radio One, and about two years ago, I say, and now they're back with them. Well, and well, that's going to help. The one thing that's going to help BT in Charlotte is that's where North Carolina plays, and whether they're, yep. you know, unless they're just horrific, that's going to get you a lot of listeners. And well, the other thing that yeah. Alfred Lincoln said from Radio One is he said that that he was very happy to get at WBT and it didn't sound like he was looking at changing the formats of WBT or WLNK or WFNZ. So you know, why should he? They're doing well. Right. Well, you know, that's it. No right. reason to. But I think BT's was, number one. Yeah. I think in the deal between Radio One and Entercom, I think Entercom got the better of the deal. And, and, and oh, they and, did. Yeah. And, they did. In, in retrospect, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, not that at Radio One this did do well, but I think Radio One probably needed needed uh, needed to find fine tune their operation more. Um, yeah. in, in a Actually, sense. another thing that's, and this is happening in all the companies in the world, but it's not just the radio companies, to compare the uh, third quarter of last year to the third quarter of this year is like comparing it to 1902. I mean, it's got nothing to do well, with anything, you know. It all changed in March, so if you want to look at something, you know, from March on or so, then next year, when we look at, at 20 and 21 and we're hopefully starting to come out of the virus or whatever we're doing, well, at that point, the other there's thing something to look at. You here's know? the other thing. I'm, Lionel, I got your hand. What's one second? Well, here's the other thing that, that we're, what we have to understand. As as Lance Venta, who writes Inside Rate Radio Insights, said, it's when you look at the, what was going on with Radio One and Entercom, picture two baseball teams and their trading players. That I mean, that's that's exactly yeah, the way. Essentially, it. Yeah. And that's why yep. he did it. My, uh, Lionel, can you unmute yourself? And I know you want to talk. So, uh, and I, if I'm not mistaken, you're you're uh, you live in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. So go ahead, Lionel. Go ahead, Lionel. Yeah, I think you know one thing good about this. I think I was thinking about this a second ago. I think with them, WFNZ being the Charlotte Hornets flagship, I could yep. see the marketing partnerships between Urban One, Radio One, rather than them. You know, as far as marketing, maybe they can promote some stuff. You know, once they kick off the 2021-22 NBA season, I think they'll be big for them, too. You might be right. One of the people I was talking to about radio said, but, you know, Radio One is a station, is a black-owned company. They only don't they only don't like to run white-oriented music and, and programming. However, that's not true. Inner City Broadcasting owned radio station WFXM or N, I think the call. It was in Columbia, South Carolina, and they ran it as a progressive rock station and did very well with it. So that that's not always true. Yeah, no, that's not always true. Yeah. Uh, radio One does own a couple CHRs uh, still. Uh-huh. So... There's so, not much you can say about it, and I think you're going to see a lot more of this. It's just, this is just the tip of the iceberg, so we'll, we'll, I think you're going to see much more of this. Go ahead, Bill. I just said they used to, many years ago, run a country station in Indiana. I don't know how 
Radio One got it, but they had it for a while, and they ran a and they never changed it either. They I don't think it probably matters, Bill, who owns the who you know what the company is. I think if they find something that works, they're going to stay with it because look, they want to make money. That's number one. Right. Yeah, and if you get people that know the music, you know, as your music director, your program director, you can you know you, you do need to have somebody who knows what they're talking about, like how Intercom has the sports stations in the different regions under certain people who run sports stations. You know, that's the thing you need. It's somebody who understands uh, the, the format and what you need to do. And as long as you got somebody there that is knowledgeable, you can run anything. Well, I think we'll have to find out what happens next year. Because, you know, uh, we can talk about a vaccine, and we don't know when it's going to happen or when it's going to be rolled out and how they're going to roll it out, because it's not going to be until uh, sometime January, February, or March when, when it really gets rolling. It's not going to happen t- tomorrow. And But I can tell you that, that advertising on radio is definitely hurting. I mean, I'm, and I, I can talk about listening to some of the local stations in Albany, and when they're doing a lot of public service announcements during the day when you normally hear a lot more local commercials, you know, you know there's definitely a problem. <clears throat> Jerry, you have your hand raised. Let me get you to unmute here. Can you unmute yourself? Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, hit star six to unmute yourself, Jerry. I think he's trying. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. There he is. You guys were talking about WBT. I remember the good old days when they were owned by Jefferson Standard, I believe it was. I used to listen to this program about when they'd run Radio Moscow and refute the things they were saying. Okay. Uh, I think it was called The Big Lie or something like that. Oh, cool. And that was on Mutual. Mutual had that show. Oh, I never knew they were in always, I always remember them as being in CBS. I didn't know they were in Mutual. I mean, of course, the big lie was a mutual show. I remember when they had the Dolly Holiday show from uh, who, 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 <laughs> yeah, on the holiday. Oh, yeah. I remember they used to do a cool thing at Christmas time. On Christmas Eve, they would play old time radios and they wouldn't fill up the whole hour. Then they'd play Christmas music. And then, top of the hour, they yeah, might have a new and uh, do oh, a couple yeah. old time radio and but, do about 20 minutes. You of know, music you know the Jerry, the big, the big thing about WDB was, was WBT was a guy named Tom McMurray. And what he did back in the early 1970s, he revamped that whole station. Gave it a modern sound with pans, yeah. modern jingles, and 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 very good announcers, and and they just they just went and they just beat all the other oh, yeah. all the other stations when they did that. So yep. Sunday yeah. Night Hall of Fame. Yep, uh, Mike oh. Ivers, right? I remember him. And Rock yeah. and Ray. Yeah, Rock and yeah. Ray did the Soul Show. So I mean, the yeah. station, has, and we broadcast uh, on the All Things Radio a few years ago. Yeah, when we WBC did a special was on them. The, yeah, remember that, Bill? We broadcast yeah. something on their anniversary. So on, oh, on cool. the, those of us in the West never heard them because we had KFAB or yeah. uh, whatever else. A morning so show, we never heard BT or any of those. Yeah, like CFL. Right. Mm-hmm. Good, Bill. Is it Jeff? Is it time for those? Famous yeah, it's callers? time for Jennifer's format and call it our changes. I forgot what she said about this week's show, but said something about a lot of the stations west of the Mississippi having a lot of changes this week. So we'll a lot see. of more K's, a lot more K's than W's for Jennifer. This That's week. right. Okay. This week she said. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of November 12th. CJOA 95.1, Thunder Bay, Ontario, changes slogan from UCB Canada to Thunder Bay 95.1 FM. KDAZ 730, Albuquerque, New Mexico, changes slogan from 730 AM, Ignite 
your life to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KRFO, 1390, Owatonna, Minnesota, changes slogan from hometown radio to AM 1390, KRFO, WAEW, 1330, Crossville, Tennessee, changes slogan from WAEW 96.9 FM, 1330 AM, to Talk Radio 96.9 FM, 1330 AM, WAEW, WBYN FM 107.5, Boyertown, Pennsylvania, changes slogan from WBYN FM, positively different, 107.5 Alive, to WBYN FM 107.5 Alive. WCSV 1490 Crossville, Tennessee changes network provider from ESPN Radio Network to Fox Sports Radio and changes slogan from 97.7 FM 1490 AM The Ticket to Sports Radio 97.7 FM 1490 AM WFER 1230 Iron River, Michigan changes slogan from classic country, real country to WFER 97.9 FM 1230 AM WIKB FM 99.1 Iron River, Michigan changes slogan from classic rock and your favorite hits to WIKB 99.1 FM WJSE 106.3 North Cape May, New Jersey changes format from classic hits to adult alternative and changes slogan from 106.3 The Shore to 106.3 WJSE WLEA 1480 Hornell, New York changes slogan from News First and Fast to AM 1480 WLEA WNRS 1420 Herkimer, New York changes slogan from 98.3 FM 1420 AM The Fox to El Zorro Radio Latino 98.3 FM 1420 AM WPBX 99.3 Crossville, Tennessee changes format from adult contemporary to adult hits WWCD 102.5 Baltimore, Ohio changes format from not available to regional Mexican and adds slogan La Grande 102.5 FM WZIV 90.7 Princeton, Illinois changes slogan from 88.3 The Roadmap to Z90.7 WBZS FM 102.5 Shawsville, Virginia changes calls to WARJ FM WMVW 91.7 Peachtree City, Georgia changes primary format from contemporary Christian to soft Christian and adds secondary format religious teaching. KERV 1230 Kerrville, Texas changes format from contemporary Christian to country and changes slogan from the light to the buck. 
KSQN FM 103.1, Colville, Utah, changes calls to KLOF FM, KMCR 103.9, Montgomery City, Missouri, changes slogan from KMCR 103.9, best music, better variety, to KMCR Radio 103.9, KTDD 104.9, Eatonville, Washington, changes slogan from positive, uplifting music to worship 24-7, KURT 93.7, Prineville, Oregon, changes format from religious teaching to contemporary Christian, WGNUAM 1010, St. Louis, Missouri, changes calls to KXENAM, KZHC 1230, Burns, Oregon, changes format from country to hot AC, KZHCFM 92.7, Burns, Oregon, changes format from variety to country, WAKU 94.1, Crawfordsville, Florida, changes network provider from Salem, the word in praise to Salem, today's Christian music. WALV FM 105.1, Lakeside, Tennessee, changes slogan from 105.1 The Zone to 105.1 FM ESPN. WCLO 1230, Janesville, Wisconsin, changes slogan from Southern Wisconsin's News Weather Sports to WCLO 1230 AM 92.7 FM KXEN AM 920 St. Louis, Missouri changes calls to WGNU AM WJVL 99.9 Janesville, Wisconsin changes slogan from all the best country 99.9 WJVL to 99.9 WJVL WLNI 105.9 Lynchburg, Virginia changes slogan from Lynchburg News and Information to WLNI 105.9 FM WMMG FM 93.5 Brandenburg, Kentucky changes slogan from your hometown radio station 93.5 to 93.5 WMMG WPVD AM 1450 West Warwick, Rhode Island changes calls to WWRIAM KKRCAM 1290 Jennings, Louisiana changes calls to KJEFAM KTON 1330 Cameron, Texas changes network provider from ESPN Radio Network to Fox Sports Radio and changes slogan from ESPN Central Texas Baylor to Fox Sports UMHB KUSH 1600 Cushing, Oklahoma changes format from top to country 
1340. WBGN 1340. Bowling Green, Kentucky. Changes slogan from good times, great oldies to WBGN 1340 AM 94.5 FM. WJBX 770. North Fort Myers, Florida. Changes slogan from WJBX News Talk and more to WJBX 104.3 FM, 101.5 FM, AM 770. WMKS 100.3 High Point, North Carolina. Changes slogan from 100.3 Kiss FM to Hits 100.3. KCRE FM 94.3 Crescent City, California. Changes slogan from Hits and Favorites KCRE-FM to KCRE 94.3 FM. KDKA 1020 Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Change of slogan from News Radio 1020 KDKA to 100.1 FM and 1020 AM KDKA. KMDG 105.7 Hayes, Kansas. Changes format from silent to religious teaching and adds slogan Divine Mercy 105.7 KRKK 1360 Rock Springs, Wyoming changes slogan from 1360 AM KRKK Unforgettable Memories to 1360 AM KRKK KWYC 90.3 Cheyenne, Wyoming changes format from silent to religious teaching and adds network provider Christian Satellite Network and add slogan CSN International KXMQ 97.7 McNary, Arizona changes format from silent to adult hits and add slogan 97.7 Rewind KXSL 1470 Sholo, Arizona changes format from adult hits to country and changes slogan from 107.9 Rewind to K-Bear. W-A-M-O 660 Wilkinsburg, Pennsylvania changes format from urban adult contemporary to urban contemporary and changes slogan from 107.3 The Beat to W-A-M-O 107.3 W-G-U-S FM 102.7 New Ellington, South Carolina changes format from Southern Gospel to adult contemporary and Add slogan Sunny 102.7. The following stations have signed off the air KJCC 89.5, Carnegie, Oklahoma, KTJC 91.1, Kelso, Washington, KWBE 1450, Beatrice, Nebraska. WBYN 1160, Lee Pennsylvania, WXOK 1460, Port Allen, Louisiana. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. 
Wow. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Okay. So what you end up with in Pittsburgh is you've got 93.7 is the fan, KDK FM, uh, their sports station, and then 100.1 will and 1020 would be KDK AM. So you've got really two KDKAs on the FM side. But they're That's called, right. you know, they, you know, they've got the call because they're officially called KDK AM, but they're on FM. But you notice uh, the other thing about these format changes, and if you listen to them, it'll say something AM has now changed their format to FM. So they're de-emphasizing yeah. the AM and emphasizing yeah. the oh, yeah. FM. Yeah. Yeah. There are several. There are several cases where there's uh, stations that every have, week. Like here, we have KLBJ at 93.7 FM, which has been rock and roll for 40 years. So they're known as KLBJ FM. This is true. And then, they, then the AM on. 590 as a translator on 99.7. They've had that, I don't know, 10, 15 years at least. So there's two KLBJs here, and it's, you know, uh, several other cities have that, so that's going to be true. more and more yeah. common. We have some hands raised. Joe, would you Bernie please unmute yourself? Say, oh, I'm sorry, Bill. I Go ahead, Bill. Bernie, Bernie had something to say. I uh, I just think it's interesting that there are stations, that, and you you almost never see this, somebody going from Southern Gospel to Adult Contemporary. Right. <laughs> almost. Right. almost uh, you never. turn your clock right, clock radio comes on at 6 in the morning. It's quite a shock, I think. You know, it's yeah. funny, Brandy. They're a little late on that one because we actually featured that station a few months ago, uh, a while ago, uh, WGOS in Augusta, Georgia. I'm familiar with that radio. Oh, yeah. I've been there That's before. The thing about you almost you almost never see stations go from uh, Spanish to like adult contemporary. With what uh, I saw one a couple years ago in Phoenix, and it's like it does happen. How? Joe, yeah. go ahead. Joe out in Albuquerque. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Here, here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is it, it is so weird. It strikes my funny bone. At seven thirty on the AM dial, has been conservative talk since its inception, and now they would finally put a slogan. What they've been doing for years and will continue that there's not any change at all just the way they yeah. put well, the slogan consultant you know what happens Joe? consultant comes wow. in and says hey you just you just can't be conservative talk you've got to be the right voice for albuquerque or whatever they come up with and that's that's what they do you know a consultant comes in and tells them something and they give them uh you know five thousand bucks they thank you very much and off they go whatever but that's the other thing, thing about i hadn't heard before oh. was calls changing from k's to w's now i know there's k's and wwil and kmr to st louis can they just do that? Does that mean they have to be on a certain side of the Mississippi, or is it just uh, since they're in that market, they can do what they want with their K's well, and W's? Since uh, certain cities on the border of the river, I think you can. And a lot of them can be interchanged. So I understand that's it. true. Pam, would you that's go ahead, please? Yes. Hello. We're hey. hearing you. Go um, ahead. I'm here. Can yep. you hear me? Yeah, yeah we yes, hear you. Go ahead, Pam. My phone is deciding to act weird here. Okay. Okay. We got you. All right, now. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, I'm just curious that uh, I noticed that WGNU and KXEN had, had flipped their call signs. And I find that odd because when I lived in St. Louis, KXEN was gospel and WGNU was actually licensed or at least, uh, to my knowledge, to Granite City, Illinois or East St. Louis. And it's just, it seems odd to me that, that those two changed their, their call sign around. Yeah, I remember hearing them in the 70s. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on in radio right now, Pam. 
That's just, yeah. just, I'm just and that's kind of what curious. I was asking. That's kind of what I was asking Pam about the K's and W's whether they can do that. And I guess they could still have the one that was W uh, be a K, but be in Illinois because they're in the within the mileage of St. Louis. I don't, know know, I, don't, yeah, I don't know about that, Chris, but I'll have to do some research on that. So. Yeah, from what I've okay. understood, you know, that if you're in a certain part, area of the river, you western can of Mississippi had the K's, one, but there were some eight, exceptions yeah. because there was like there are there are exceptions. Obviously, you've got KYW in Philadelphia, and that's not KQV. Right. Those are very Those old are older, stations. Yeah. So. That's yeah. interesting about WJBX or whatever mm-hmm. it is on 770, because, number one, all they do is just, I pick them up during the day. All they do is whenever they uh, have a break, they just go into promos about the station, and they don't even get back to the program the right way. They're late for that, and that's all they do is just do promos, or they or they. Well, they'll yeah. be probably not long for this world if they keep doing that. Yeah. I, I think you're going to see a lot more stations go off the air with the economic conditions right under right now. Doesn't oh, I matter, think so. Doesn't matter, who's, uh, who's, doesn't matter who's, which politician is in the White House or which pro- officer. It, it's an economic issue. I mean, you've got to be able to sell advertising. And if people are, if businesses are closed, they're not going to advertise on the radio. And I think uh, right. I think these radio stations are feeling the pain, unfortunately. And that's just going to be a thing, a fact of life for a while now. This is something, something you and I have never seen in our life time is happening right now so uh right well, a lot of stations you know went off remember radio was a big boom in the in the uh 20s and there were tons of stations a bunch went off there was a station here wgi that didn't make it through the depression you know and it was a big i guess it was a popular station my mother said she remembered it and uh, it wasn't around after a while so you yes. know some stations just uh, couldn't cut it even then well now of but, course yeah. we our listening options are so much radio that's true and, and radio has no a lot news, more to compete really. with i mean you've got uh, you got a lot of things going against radio because of everything else out there Bill, go ahead out there in uh, Illinois. Yeah, uh, the only thing, uh, an interesting subject, the only thing I want to mention, uh, since this is all things radio, you know, we've got a guy on WGN retiring on December 31st. Yeah, Orion Samuels. Orion Samuelson, okay. He is the only person that's ever been on one state radio station for 60 years. Wow. He, yeah, started the, the 19th, yes, started in 1960. He, he, started, he started September, I forget what the date was, it was September in 1960. Wow. That's and he's amazing. retiring, he'll be on 60 years in four months. Wow. And I think uh, since a person's been on that long, maybe we ought to figure out some way to get an excerpt of him. I know if you go into WGN radio site, there's all kinds of uh, interviews on there from uh, John Williams, a guy on the yeah, show. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, towards uh, when we get closer to, you know, right, or right after, but, either right after, you know, because, of course, we have that break uh, for right. Christmas and but, New Year. But the, best, but the best one that I heard, I've checked them, and I don't know mm-hmm. if anyone wants to listen to this one, but the best one did the interview was was Raleigh James did him? I actually uh, have a whole. The end of September. I have a whole. <coughs> I, have, I have that whole interview, Bill. I have a copy of it. Right. I yeah, know. I, I heard it too. I mean, I was. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I have it on my hard drive. I. I uh, yeah. No. So maybe he can take take an excerpt of that or something. Yeah. We. Yeah. Right. Right. The, the other thing is we. Oh, he I'm tells sorry. his whole life story on there. That's that's the one thing about yeah. It. No, that'd be we, great. What we've he did also when he was a kid and all we've yeah. also done a thing on Orion Samuels when President Kennedy was assassinated because yes. he was the one that read the first bulletin about it on WGN yes, right. in 1963. Right, right, right. And I have a copy uh-huh. of that as well. So right, um, and he, yeah. he read he read the first bulletin when um, uh, the um, guy used to be on mornings, Bob or um, Bob Collins, when he when he had a mid air collision. 
He's the first one to redo it on there. That was a definite tragedy, Bill. And uh, I have Bob. I I have Bob Collins working uh, other places too. Go ahead. Yeah, and Mm. and he's interviewed what five or six presidents. He's been all over the world. In fact, he was even nominated. They tried to get him to be uh, Secretary of Agriculture. I forget. I think it was Reagan at the time, but he didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we'll definitely do that later on, you know, because yeah. right now between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we tend to do. I tend to repeat some things that I've always repeated. Some of the air checks that you know about. So, but we'll definitely get to it, Bill. I'll, I'll do my best to do something with uh, with Orion Samuels. Thank you. Oh, right. Well, Jeff, it's almost time for what um, the feature, the station we're going, or not the station, <laughs> but the person we're going to do this week. But I found my job here on the podcast. That's listening real closely, and when Bernie talks, I can make a note of it so I can put him to the head of the queue. That's right. <laughs> That's my job. I finally figured out you got it, what Bill. my purpose was here. <laughs> on well, the we all have to have a purpose in life. And, yeah, you know, we do. So we're going to do the uh, Alex uh, Trebek feature. Alex yeah. Trebek. And yeah. I think you'll find it interesting. He actually did some early radio you're going to tell us about, too. So here we go. Here he is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Rivet. For more than 35 years, with style and a sense of humor, he was the man with all the answers. A U-shaped fastener for your do, or a U-shaped curve in the road. Who asked for questions. What is a hairpin? And earned a place in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most game show episodes hosted by the same person. Earning a total of 30 daytime Emmy nominations and winning TV's top honor half a dozen times. As long as I can walk out and greet the audience and the contestants and run the game, I'm happy. Alex Trebek's total was well past 8,000 episodes. I'm like the Energizer Bunny. Bum, bum, bum. Trebek's remark to me in 2014, typical of the man's spirit. And so was his reaction when all-time Jeopardy champ Ken Jennings finally got beat. And I had a tear in my eye having to say goodbye to him. Originally from Canada, Trebek was the son of a chef who became a U.S. citizen decades ago and became so much a part of our daily lives, his diagnosis upset millions of fans he graciously tried to reassure. I'm going to fight this. And I'm going to keep working. Chemotherapy for his pancreatic cancer looked promising. But a follow-up treatment caused him to lose 12 pounds in a single week. He was in pain and suffering from surges of sadness. I talk to the audience sometimes, and I get teary-eyed for no reason whatsoever. In the end, his courage in the face of his disease will be as much a part of his legacy as Alex Trebek's place in TV history. I've had one hell of a good life and i've enjoyed it and the thought of passing on doesn't frighten me the thought of passing on does not frighten me i've had one hell of a life sandy kenyon joins us now sandy uh he he was a remarkable guy he really was bill for those of us who cover entertainment and i've been doing it a while he's a through line throughout the entire career i remember talking to him when he had the mustache as you saw in the obit and he was always so gracious and down to earth a lot of people don't know this but he loved do-it-yourself projects around the house he loved a job where he had to work 
three months a year, you know. Uh, they did a lot of shows at once, so he had a lot of time for projects around the house. But uh, the one phrase that comes to mind, the one word, is resiliency. You know, I had a conversation with Ken Jennings earlier this year, the all-time greatest Jeopardy champ, winningest uh, game show contestant in American history. And he said, uh, right after Alex Trebek was diagnosed, I expected to be saying goodbye to him for the last time. So he made a point of going and visiting. Man lived another year and a half, taped more Jeopardy shows. He wanted to get to two years, Bill. That's what he promised his doctor that he would try and do after the pancreatic cancer diagnosis. Just missed it by about uh, three three months. Yeah, March of, a March of 2019. Three months. And, yeah. and, and one of the most touching moments was in that uh, final interview that T.J. Holmes did for Good Morning America where so much was made of the fact that Alex Trebek didn't want to be a burden to his beloved Jeannie, his wife. And that was what was keeping him up at nights. Uh, but again, it goes back to that remarkable resiliency. When that light went on, as sick as he was feeling, and there were sick moments, these past 18 months, uh, he answered the call and went in front of the audience up until almost his last stretch before his death. That's what I'll remember, that and how down to earth this man was yeah. and how uh, much he related to each member of his audience, uh, son of a chef. And uh, one of the greatest things was the last time I saw him, he was recalling growing up in hotel kitchens in Canada and how kind the people working in those kitchens had been to him as a boy. I read somewhere, Sandy, in one of, one of the, 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 note, the briefing notes on him uh, and his life and his biography that he, he actually took a job uh, in that hotel and his father was a chef there and he was like a busboy or something. He worked at the front desk. And, and so he was, you know, close to his family. He, he did seem always like a family guy. Uh, you know, when you said it was beautiful, he didn't want to be a burden on his family and that's what he thought about when he got this, this diagnosis. Pancreatic cancer, of course, has a very, you know, while other cancers have been so survivable uh, because there have been great advances in treatment and everything else, it, it is so difficult to diagnose pancreatic cancer. He was diagnosed at stage four already because there's no signs really of it. You go in, you get, do, you do something, and then they discover you have pancreatic cancer. It's not like you can go and have a, a, a mammogram. You can't have a lung x-ray. This doesn't work like that. It is hidden behind your other organs and you can't see it. And so by the time it's diagnosed, it's oftentimes too late. And Bill, can I just add one thing? Of course. The last interview I did with Alex Trebek was right before the diagnosis was announced. And since I'd known him for many, many years, he did seem a little subdued. Yeah. But once that uh, camera went on, Freddie Mason, our cameraman, was there. And once that red light went on, he answered the call. And he was, like he said in the piece, the Energizer Bunny all over again. But it was one of those when about six weeks later, the diagnosis was, re diagnosis was revealed. I thought, okay, that makes sense. And you know, I thought that was a wonderful moment of class, of working through. He wasn't going to announce his diagnosis until he was ready, Bill. Yeah, and he didn't. And he, he was so brave. I, I want to show, uh, play a clip, Sandy, of the, the latest Jeopardy that aired Thursday night right here on Channel 7. Uh, and it, it's a great moment. And Alex, you can see he was moved, but he, he kept that poker face a little bit. Uh, take a look, and, and we'll talk about it afterwards. 
Any family members uh, back home uh, cheering you on? You know, here's a true story, man. Uh, I grew up, I learned English because of you. And so my grandfather, who, who raised me, I'm going to get tears right now. He, we used to, I used to sit on his lap and watch you every day. So it's a pretty special moment for me, man. Thank you very much. Special moment indeed, Sandy, and he just took it in. It wasn't like he broke down. The guy telling the story broke down. It was emotional for him. He's he had this sort of steely uh, in, interior that you know clearly he, he has a lot of feelings, but he really did a consummate professional. He kept the game show host a hat on almost at all times. And to your point, Bill, uh, people asked him, how do you keep on going? How do you keep taping these shows? And these shows were taped a few months yeah. before what we now know was the day he died. And he said, I'm good at faking it. He didn't say, oh, good for me, or oh, I just soldier through. He just said, I'm good at faking it, and I'm a professional, and I'm going to keep going until I can't any longer. He knew it, Sandy. He knew this. I have a first cousin who's about 74 years old. She's had it for 14 years, a remarkable survival rate for this terrible and you know, just horrible disease. Um, and, and, and she's known from the beginning that it could be over quickly. He seemed to know that right away. When you first did your first story, after it and when it was announced in March of 2019 he seemed to know it he's I'm gonna fight I'm gonna try but I know the odds are against me and Bill at the end we should say that he had told everyone his doctors his wife his family that no extraordinary measures are to be taken so at the end that was his thinking uh, his instructions were very clear in the last years of his life no extraordinary measures to be taken to keep him alive again just so if you're just joining us the breaking news is that the great Alex Trebek, host of the most successful and best game show on television in history, Jeopardy, has died this morning in Los Angeles, surrounded by his, friend, his family. He was 80 years old last July 22nd, and he, we were just reminiscing and Sandy giving uh, a, a beautiful and touching tribute in his obituary. And Sandy, I thank you for joining us and coming in here this morning uh, with this very sad news. But it, it, while it was expected, it is still extraordinarily sad. And we here at the WABC family and our ABC and Disney family uh, give the best and condolences and much love to his family, who will miss him, but so will this country. Wow. Oh, That's good. a very yeah. good tribute to Alex Trebek. And I remember the very first game show I saw of his, I happened to be in college, I think. Uh, it was called The Wizard of Oz. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, he did Concentration. He did Pitfall. He did so many game shows. He, before he did Jeopardy, he was the, he did a lot of game shows. Um, and the one I got to hear, there is a uh, clip on YouTube, is if you look for Reach for the Top, that was a game show he did for CBC Television in Canada. And what was remarkable about him is that he was bilingual and spoke fluently English, of course, and French with no problem and could go from one to the other just like that. That was, that was Alex Trebek. Yeah, and you know that's the thing. If you, uh, some people want to retire, and uh, you know he obviously maybe someday he thought he would. <laughs> As I said before on the special that they had the other night, they, he said one time somebody asked him who he wanted to be uh, the next host of Jeopardy. He said Betty White. Of course, she's older than he is. So in other <laughs> words, he really he really didn't want to retire. You know, he wanted to die with boots on, and he did. He got to do like Rush is doing now with with all his problems. You know, there are people work is so uh, central to their lives that they just. Uh, 
uh, can't envision themselves not doing it, but it's not a burden to them. It's not like I got to do it because I'm, I'm, you know, going to you know, starve if I don't do it. I mean, some people are in that boat, and that's very unfortunate. But he was one of the people who, at the choice, wanted to keep doing it because he loved what he did. And that's the whole point. But now, of course, people have to remember that he was not the very first person that hosted Jeopardy. No, Art Fleming did Art that. Art Fleming was the guy who hosted Jeopardy originally. It was on every day at, uh, what, 1130 in the morning. It was after. 12, on, it was it 1230? Uh, I think it was 1230. Oh, 1230. I know. I know yeah. that was a big thing because I used to love to watch Hollywood Squares. We had that. to watch it on Channel 10 because Channel 4 had Mike Douglas. That's why I know it was 1230. Oh, Mike Douglas show. Yes, that's the one that came out yeah. of Philadelphia. We know about that. Yeah. Bill, I know you have your hand raised. Uh, uh, unmute yourself, please. And we'll let you. We'll get to you here. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, uh, yeah. I watched Jeopardy every day from what's conception because we had TV where it worked. And in the locker room, everybody gathered around at three thirty. We get at three thirty in the afternoon all the time here in Chicago on mm-hmm. ABC. But everybody gathered around at three thirty. We'd have fifteen, twenty people come in and just sit in the locker room. We played Jeopardy. Uh huh. Cool. And we until yeah. I retired. And of course, I watched it here at home. When I I've always watched it. And of course. And I think the guy on the thing with the interview, did he say his last show? No, that wasn't his last show with the guy that said about the English. They're still showing his shows because right, he has yeah. 35 no. shows. No, what he said was his last show, the last show he filmed, they have enough Jeopardy, Jeopardy, Jeopardy shows in the can that, that will run until December 25th. Yeah, right. his that, last that, show will be December 25th. Because, right. However, uh, they did not say, and we really don't know if the show will continue. If, uh, there are a lot of rumors that said that right. Ken Jennings, would, they were thinking about making him the next host. No one really right. knows what's going on, Bill. Yeah, the only yeah I know I they s- don't. But, and the other, the other thing, you know, when he, when he passed away, they had it. I don't know if you guys saw this in the news, but I saw it here and on some of the shows. That when he passed away, he knew it was it, that the last thing he wanted to do was be in the yard, sitting in the swing with his wife Jenny and his two and his two kids nearby. Mm-hmm. And they said that just before he died, he he told his wife, "Let's go sit in the swing." They sat in the swing, called his kids. They came over. They must live nearby. Okay. And he sat in the swing and died in the swing in her arms. Oh, that's good. And you know, the thing, he wouldn't have better anything. Yeah, the, the last day he recorded, the last day he recorded was October. 29th, Thank you, Bill. So that's right. A week and a half before he, had, you know, he died Sunday, so ten days before he died, the last recordings he made. Like I said, it was a uh, you know you don't you don't see too many people like that, but uh, he definitely was an unusual, unusual, not unusual. Definitely was a, a, a force to be reckoned with and unique, yeah, unique, unique individual. Yeah. And uh, you don't find people like that in these days. And I've, and and if you go to YouTube, guys, you can watch intros for all the game shows he has. I have a 17-minute interview that he did for QTV, which is a TV show on the CBC, uh, talking about his life and how he got into radio and television. So if you have, you can find a lot of you can find a lot of things about Al, Al, about Alex Trebek uh, as well. So. You know, that's all I can say. It's 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 really it. Yeah, what more can you say, guys? Yep. Great life. So, it's time to go to Cincinnati, Jeff. Yeah, I think it's time uh, to go to Cincinnati. I I think so. Okay. And and you yeah. know what? The funny thing is, there aren't a lot of air checks at this radio station that I can find. So I think I think you'll like this. The old thirteen sixty. And let's say hello to JT in Cincinnati. hadn't called in a while, but no, JT right. in Cincinnati. We dedicate this one to you. Here you go.
This week, we're traveling to Cincinnati, Ohio, and we're going to listen to radio station WSAI-AM. They were a killer top 40 radio station, transmitting on a frequency of 1360. The air check you're going to hear this week is from 1971, and this is a composite air check of many of their radio announcers who were heard in the summer of 1971. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station WSAI-AM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. WSAI. Speaking of Ludlow, Kentucky, that's where this request came from. Yes, sir. Fella home from work this morning, wanted to hear that rainy day feeling again. Picked a good day to request this song, 80% chance of showers and thunder showers today. High near 80, 63 now. This is Jim Scott playing a request for Northern Kentucky. But if you live in Indiana or Ohio, you can listen. Honky Tonk Woman. Oh, those are the best kind. The only thing wrong with Honky Tonk Women are those Honky Tonk Men that hang around, you know? But then if you go to the other extreme, not a Honky Tonk Woman, but a sweet city woman that used to live in Erlanger, well, you got something else. Song about it and all those guests by the Stampeders. Ready for it? All right. Start clapping your hands and sing along. Come on. Well, I'm on my sweet, 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 sweet city woman. Good morning. 936 on WSAI. 63 degrees, and it's going to be cloudy today with showers and thunder showers off and on. In fact, there's an 80% chance that's going to happen. So get your umbrella out. Holds R. Cincinnati Gardens. See Jesus Christ Superstar at Cincinnati Gardens August 5th. Oh, I wouldn't miss that for the world, boy. 23 minutes before 10. Good morning to Carol Collins and happy birthday, honey. She was 15, old about a week or so ago. On vacation, not at home, so we give her a belated birthday. Carol Collins, 15. Oh, and a good friend of mine, Bob Colquick. Bob Colquick at his 20th birthday Saturday. So, had a birthday recently or today or it's coming up. Happy birthday to you. What's the matter? Can't you read the signs? Five Van Electrical Band. Good morning. Look who's here on WSAI. Tommy Rowe. Remember good old Tommy Rowe? Oh, and this big hit. All right for Hazel. Tommy Rowe. Good morning. It's 17 now. 17 before 10 on WSAI. 63 degrees. Bobby Rivers at 10 o'clock this morning. Thrill and delight. You don't think this has happened. 1960. Where the music is. Where Maggie and Redbone are. Where you are. Right here. It's the Larry Clark Show. Dig it. Maggie was a to go until 2, chasing away the rainy day blues and a Larry Clark show to 2 o'clock. It'll be Bob Good filling in for a sunning Roy Cooper. A youth quake begins with the birth of... A little rain today, variably cloudy, high in the low 80s. Now it's 72 degrees and Sonny Charles sings about his lady.
Jack Burl. So five, 16 and a half minutes till two on the Larry Clark Show at WSAI. Guess what? Here she comes in hot pants now. Ha ha. With James Brown accompanying. and baby are home. I get to go home and play daddy. I found out the cats are already jealous. One of them is sitting there staring down at the bassinet saying, what did you bring into my house? What is that, Mary? I got fur on it. What good is it? Oh, am I going to have trouble when I get home? Here's a song for y'all from the Stampede. I'm on my way, All together, sweet, 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 yeah. Sam Peter makes music in ten and a half minutes before two o'clock at a Larry Clark program. Treat the earth kindly. Get a taste of it. WSAI. You need hedges trimming or garden cleaning or weeding or something? Why not call Renekid? Have somebody do it for you. For part-time help of any kind, call 381-3425. Say help! More signs per square foot on Columbia Parkway than any other highway in the entire state of Ohio. Let's try it sometime. Little green arrows, little red arrows. No left turn, no right turn, no parking. No parking on the berm. Speed limit signs. I wonder how many of them have been hit. It's a five-man all-electric band. It's six and a half minutes until two. 749-542. Got a call from Donna Hothrog of Covington, Kentucky. She says she digs that song. That's why I'm playing it. Clemson's color him love. Gonna color him father. Well, here's the forecast for today. Increasing cloudiness with showers and thunder showers. If you look outside, it's as clear as a bell. Just a very few clouds out there. So let's think about it. Let's wish the rain would go away, okay? All right, all together now. Let's wish. Yeah. Let's get them together. Round them up, man. Round them up. March them back home and bring them back home alive. That's important. That's Frida Payne to bring the boys back home alive. It's 116 at WSAI with Bobby Ruiz. The Bee Gees. How can I mend a broken heart? The Bee Gees. And how can I mend a broken heart? It's 120 WSAI. WSAI. 121. WSAI. Little Bobby Ruby. Gonna to get together with Bobby Bland. Ladies, alright? Ready? Let's turn on your love light together. Ooh, I like that. He's been around a long, long time, man. He is sounding better and better every hit he does. This is good. Mercy, mercy me. The Ecology Song. WSCI. 26 before 2 o'clock at SAI. Here's the forecast. It ain't too good. Increasing cloudiness with showers and thunder showers. Likely by late afternoon. Chance of rain is up to 60%. Doesn't look like it, though. Not a cloud in the sky. Yeah. Maybe one or two. And I tell you, I like them sweet, don't you? Like those sweet city women.
halfway two o'clock at WSAI. Little Bobby Rivers on the radio. It's a Wednesday. Got the Honeycomb new song called Stick Up. To Pam Payne of Linwood. She's 11 years old today, listening to the Bobby Rivers Show on WSAI. Can't think of a better way to spend an 11th birthday than that. Can you? No, I can't. 20 minutes before two with the Skyliners. Country Road's gonna take me home. Here I go with my little dusty Volkswagen down a country road. That's John Denver from WSAI. It's 323 on the Roy Cooper Show. Cross County Highway. WSAI. Are you subject to freeway frustration? Learn to adjust the traffic flow. Choose the proper lane and keep it until you're ready to exit. Signal your exit in advance. This message from your highway safety department. Ashton Garner and Dykes. 25 minutes past three for the Resurrection Shuffle. 1360 WSAI. Cincinnati. 3.28. The Roy Cooper Show. Yeah, come on. The Spencer Davis Group, and I'm a man. You know what the world is doing. It's 29 and a half, and it's the four from WSAI. Downtown, the Florence Drive in Florence, Kentucky, the Oakley Drive in, and Acme Auto. WSAI. Mercy, mercy be. It's a great record. It's for Marvin Gaye. You're going to like it. WSAI. 25 till 4 from WSAI. It's up to 85 degrees with the Roy Cooper Show with Credence. WSAI. Here comes that rainy day field again, once again, once again. Partly cloudy with a chance to finish Ice Avenue. Early tonight, 85. Well, there you go. Remembering the good old days of Top 40 Radio. Listen to radio station WSAI AM in Cincinnati, Ohio, from the summer of 1971. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, or if there are any classic air check chats you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Sweet City Woman, that's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, Sweet City Woman. Yeah, could we, could we yeah. hear that a few more times? Just yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I well, love that. I, I like the radio station, though. Uh, but you yeah. said 1971 was a good year. I like that, that was a particularly good year for music, for me at least. Yeah, I, I like their music. music. Yeah. I was in that station. Yeah, I thought their music was good. But you could tell so the radio their station, voices, Bernie, their voices were very similar. Their voices, yeah. you know, sometimes you very get... Very similar. They all sounded like this. Yeah. And, well, I'm going home to the baby and the cat. Yeah, it's going to be trouble you know that was kind of funny but uh, i assume that jim scott is the guy that went to wlw the, the talk show yeah, it's the same, same jim yeah. scott he was also the same jim scott who also worked at wnbc for a while as well oh that's right uh, that's uh, right and when you and of course he could do mor and stuff like that when he worked at wnbc you got to realize that he was a family guy loved his wife loved his two kids and talked about his wife and his family all the time on the radio and it was really a nice guy i got to talk to him actually once uh it didn't work out because he ended up leaving wnbc but i was 
trying to get him to speak at our school at the time. So, uh, uh, but he was. When did very, he work? Very... What years did he work at NBC? Around I don't, what time? I don't remember offhand, but I think it was. I thought it was 1971 or 72. Because so they were adult contemporary at that point. That's correct. Weren't they? Yeah, that's correct. So well, that was seventy one. That was July. It sounded like July because they were going to have Jesus Christ Superstar on August fifth uh, at the Cincinnati Gardens, where the Royals used to play uh, before they became the Sacramento Kings. But uh, yeah, so the, the, it was probably July, and it was certainly the same day because it was the same weather forecast. That's true. Walter, can so, you unmute Walter Swank? Can you unmute yourself, please? While he while he's unmuting Jeff, just to let you know that uh, the first song that I played while in college on, as my first broadcast project was "Sweet City Woman." There you go. Wow, well, play it again. Uh, about that. Yeah. <laughs> Play it again. So the first song you played came out before you were born. That's there correct. Go. Walter, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, yes. Um, well, I was just uh, thinking, um, I think there was a point in time where uh, WSAI and WCKY uh, swapped frequencies. That is true. Well, the, the oldies format, they 30. took the call letters over there for the oldies format of 1530 in the early 2000s. And I used to hear yeah. little Walters replays on there and stuff like that. And they they used those call letters because, you know, that's like 1150 became WMEX here because they were going to play oldies. So, you know, they'd been 1510, but they took the call. So if you were going to run an oldie station, you're going to run it on AM. You sometimes wanted to get those more famous calls than uh, what, what the station might have already had. And as a matter of fact, Walter, WSAI, uh, the company that owned WSAI was uh, Pacific and Southern, and they also own WWDJ in Hackensack, New Jersey. As a matter of fact, a few years ago, we featured the WWDJ demo, or the, the demo for that jingle package by TM by Tom Merriman, and it featured all the Pacific and Southern stations, WQXI, WWDJ, and of course, the WSAI. I like the air checks. Cool. I heard of WWDJ over the years. I think I would have liked them had I lived there. Yeah. They were a lot more like a regular station. I, I've always, you know, me, I've always talked about WABC, and I always thought they were a little bit strange in, in some of their choices and stuff. WWDJ, the little I heard of them, seemed like they were pretty much of a mainstream rock station, like MCA was. But WABC had was very circumscribed in what they played. One thing about WMCA, would, and, and we, we do do some air checks of them, is that they, they would take chances, and they also played a yeah. lot more progressive rock singles and a lot more Motown. Go ahead, Bernie. I was kind of surprised at how many really old songs WSAI was playing in the yeah. 70s. Well, and did, and did uh, you notice that the older songs played, and I, I don't have any more of the air check. I, I have one part that I had to cut out because of the length of how long we had it. But the older songs the older songs from the 50s and the, uh, were played during the middays. Yeah, yeah, but that was they, they, were 15, they were 15 they said, years uh, old then. So they said not. happy birthday to an 11-year-old and played yeah. the Skyliners. <laughs> That's right. Really? That song was out Can't the year before play? she was born. That yeah. song was out Can't in 59, and she was born in 60. So there you go. Yeah, playing something that, that she might know. Yeah, I would have right not like, mentioned her birthday at that particular point. I would have played, yeah. uh, oh, how about Sweet City Woman? Jeez. And notice something else about that station. I noticed them slipping in a couple PSAs, and they were starting to be on the decline. Uh, there was another guy there, too. Roy Cooper used to work in Indianapolis at WIFE. Yeah. yeah. So was it, Were they getting, uh, I assume, like we were having here, WVBF had come, come on and was really starting to take things away from RKO and MEX. Were they starting to get a big FM uh, signal that's going against them? Starting, and they'd already had their heyday in the 60s. And, and if you listen to the air check, look at how many songs they played in the row without commercials, Bernie. That yeah. right, you know, yeah. That, yeah. that was the well. Was, there was Q102 that was starting to come on kind of strong on the FM side, uh, but they were having trouble, and so and for a while they went AOR, and then they went back to top forty. 
Yeah, so if they were on their way, kind of they down, were. you know, and you could you could kind of tell it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We got yeah. our first FM top forty in seventy two, and after that, I mean, the main AM just needed to just hang it up, and they lasted about another seven or eight yeah. years. I mean, the the VBF thing, we had KOX FM, which was more suburban sounding. It was out of Framingham, and it was Framingham, Boston. But they would say, but when VBF started with this package, Electronic Mama, and all this other stuff, and it was basically top forty going right at MEX and RKO, and then of course MEX, uh, the owner died, Mac Richmond, and somebody else, one of the other family members, took it over and they got rid of John H. Garabini, and that was the end of them. So then it was just RKO and VBF fighting it out at that point. Yeah. Well, you know, I think yeah. that... Well, they're, they're, and of they're course, numbered anyway. I always fantasize that maybe we could invent a time machine. If I could go back in time and not change history, but like be in an enclosed booth somewhere yeah. where I'm invisible and have a tape recorder or a digital recorder, record all those stations I, I missed that I didn't get to air, air check. Well, what's so cool oh, yeah, about, you know, I used to have this fantasy about sitting down on a Saturday morning and playing WMEX's, uh, recording WMEX's Top 30 back in 62 or 63. Now we have those shows like we talked about last week with the, the one on GV you and, and others, you know, and Kim does a bit of it here, where, you know, you play and, and Steve used to, where you play the top songs of, of a given week, and that's what that's what's so much fun, to hear those countdowns like that. And you know, you know, I can tell you right now that when Tim does his show today, if, I believe, is he going to be on tonight? I think he's going to be on tonight. Um, 67, he's supposed to do, I think. But I'm, I guarantee you he'll probably play some oldie that, that he heard on the uh, WMEX, I mean, WSAI air check, so. Yeah, I've seen Sweet City Woman. Yeah, Sweet City Woman, yeah, he'll play that one. That's right. Or at least Signs. Or Signs, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 71 was a big year for Canadian artists because Ocean would put your hand in the hand and sign. Yeah. And, like, and, and, and the Stampedes were also Canadian, yes. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And then and Gordon Lightfoot had a couple of hits that year, so Canadians did very well that year. What yeah. can I say? What can I say? CKLW <laughs> yeah. with Anything you want. rolling. Right. <laughs> Well, how about if we do some Christmas music now? Oh, all right. Sure. Oh, good. Right <laughs> I know it's only, uh, it's only 43 days. Let's, let's not rush it, you know? Let's not rush it. And... I'll, I'll be playing Christmas music pretty soon. I know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when I'm going to be avoiding Christmas music again this year. So when are they going to go Christmas, Bernie? I, I believe it will be Thanksgiving. Nobody has That's good. Thanksgiving. I mean, that's all right. That's you know. Know. Everyone here is uh, the, the, the iHeart stations have went Christmas on uh, October uh, a few weeks ago already. So. Well, some of them wow. went because they're going to change formats, and some have got nothing else to do. I'm surprised um, they don't. I know JMV does a show on B105. He does one on Saturday nights there, and he said he's going to not do it while the Christmas music's on. That request show, Bernie, have you heard it on Saturday night? Yeah, I don't know if, you know, I don't know that he's doing it every week anymore. I think since football started, I'm not sure that he's doing it as often. Oh, it's about time to give yeah. it up, maybe. He likes doing it, yeah, though. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he likes But he, it. I mean, he loves, he loves 80s, and they let him do whatever he wants, and he's, He's a, a sports guy, but he's he's crazy. He's fun. Uh, he's a, he's a really nice guy. And so, if they wanted to, to play radio and he wants to do it, then good for him. Hey, he gets a lot of listeners. There's some requests, or he's pretty strong on that, and that does pretty well. Well, Jeff, if you yeah. must, right before a Colts game, I'm getting ready to get charged up for a Colts game. And, I hear yeah, you. That'll be a good. Yeah. Should be a good one tonight. You're going to well, play I'm, some Christmas. And this music. one, oh, I'm sorry, Bill. Go. This is going to be a Christmas station, which is a WAKW 93.1, owned and operated by Pillar of Fire Ministries. After hearing it a few times, I believe that the morning show is, is somewhat some sort of satellite show because of the way the the IDs and the time checks are and the temperature is given. 
But uh, I'll let you guys think about that, and we can talk about that next week. And my fact checker just told me, I have a fact checker on you, Jeff, like CNN does and Fox and all yeah. of them. It's 93.3. Oh, thank, thank you. you. I mean, I wasn't uh, going to say anything because I didn't feel it was my place. But yeah, oh, come on, Bernie. You're part of the show. We all like to get in there. I don't like to pick on Jeff too much because everybody else does. Oh, right. well, there's a good, there's a point there. Too. But, but, well, if no one did, then you, you know, if no one picked Jeff on Jeff, would then think you we're no, no one did, then I would. Yeah. That's yeah. Right, I mean, he already was doing, he was already doing better this week without having Sean around. So, yeah, you know, Bernie, <laughs> Bernie and I talk a lot on, so we commented on things on Facebook occasionally too. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go, guys. Thanks, right. everyone. 2020, as you know, has certainly been a rather unusual year, and many radio stations have been asked to broadcast Christmas programming much earlier than they would normally do so. This week, we're traveling to Cincinnati, Ohio, and we're going to listen to radio station WAKWFM, owned and operated by Pillar of Fire Ministries, with their Christian format. However, at this time of the year, they broadcast Christmas music. So without further ado, why don't sit back, relax, and enjoy radio station WAKWFM with their Christmas music on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Shining the hope of Christmas, Cincinnati's Christmas Star, 93.3. Good morning. You've got Brant and Sherry on Cincinnati's Christmas Star, 93.3. It's 6.35 right now. Still not a ton of people traveling, but it is important to have social skills on a plane. Yes. I know this. True. Um, I've kind of perfected it. And so perfected. We'll, we'll do a little role play. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to you have to guide the conversation to something that sounds very natural and it's related to be on the plane and whatnot. And so that, a lot of people who get on a plane that don't mm-hmm. want conversation. They come on with their headphones or their book and they're actually just interested to get it. So here's how and I want I want younger guys especially to learn from <laughs> the social sensei here how to do it. We'll do like a little role play like we're on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Watch how I relate to the current environment. And then we, so we're on a plane, okay? Okay, yeah. And then watch me start the conversation. You, you talk first. You said watch me start the conversation. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Hello. Hi, how are you? I might sleep. I, okay. You know why? Because you're tired? Because my brain uses my cere- cere- cerebrospinal fluid to wash away the toxins in the, my brain. So that's why you sleep too. It's because you have toxins. Brand, in, no, so, no. Yep. None of that again, is necessary. Well, it is true. Again, travel, young men, I want you to like notice that. that there are people in our culture <laughs> that don't know how to have a conversation anymore and they just don't want one. Yeah, that's too that's bad, true. but it's true. <laughs> Cincinnati's Christmas star, shining the hope of Christmas. Sponsored by Big Tree Plantation. Celebrating Christmas with you for over 30 years. Big Tree Plantation, where Christmas memories become a tradition. It's the Brand Hansen Show on Cincinnati's Christmas Star 93.3. It is 6.44. Good morning. There's a lot to be thankful for. And I know when there's so much going on, like it's, it's hard to focus on that stuff. But it really is. It's amazing. Think about that this morning. I put my contacts in. Mm-hmm. Tiny pieces of plastic. 
mm-hmm. made to fit my eyeballs so that I can change the way that the light hits my retina mm-hmm. so that I can see clearly. Mm-hmm. And I just don't even think about it. That's very specific gratitude, Brant Hansen. It is, yeah. but it's like, I, there's so many things. I, I, somebody pointed this out, too. Like, let's say while you're cooking dinner, you like to listen to good music. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much money you'd have to have a couple hundred years ago? <laughs> to have the band in the, yeah. in the chamber orchestra or whatever, just because you're making dinner. <laughs> we just There's so much that we have to be thankful for. It's crazy. celebration with you wherever you go. Download the free Star 93.3 mobile app. Cincinnati's Christmas Star 93.3. Love incarnate, love divine. This is the Brand Hansen Show on Cincinnati's Christmas Star 93.3. Friends, your time is 6.53. You know, with all the election stuff, um, we haven't done breaking animal news for a while. That's true, Brayton Hanson. Well, you animals know. didn't take the time off. They're still out there doing stuff. I actually would welcome it this time. Cute stuff, fuzzy stuff. Okay. Um, stuff. Well, this, <laughs> I may have spoke too soon. Okay. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to talk about this. It happened last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a small animal sanctuary in Florida uh-huh. offering a full contact experience with a black leopard uh, for $150. Why? And a guy wanted the full contact experience. You know. You know. The day that I say I'm willing to listen to this because of all the other news we've had, <laughs> you decide full black leopard contact. That's what the day I'm open to it. Well, this but, is what you decide. Okay, I just wanted to report that <laughs> Guy is going to be okay. He's going to be okay. Good. He's going to be okay. He's going to be fine. <laughs> and so it's going to turn out okay. Oh, my goodness. This is Michelle from Lynchburg, Ohio. And I'm calling to say thank you for the Christmas music. I've been listening to Christmas music on Pandora for a week or two now. It repeats the same songs over and over. So I'm so thankful for variation and for your station. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And we're going to celebrate it together for two months with joyous, hopeful music and encouragement for your family. Family. Everyone is invited to the party, and together, we're going to shine the hope of Christmas to our city. Cincinnati's Christmas Star, 93.3. Hey, this is Brant, and have you heard about this? I'm excited about this. It's called FaithfulCounselingOnline.com. It's mental health professionals who are believers offering their services privately online. I'm excited about it because it's super convenient, and it costs a lot less. I'd venture to say most of us can benefit from counseling, maybe all of us, honestly. And I've been using FaithfulCounselingOnline.com, and I really love how I got matched to a counselor who's a believer. It's been really encouraging and helpful. So maybe this is something you should look into. FaithfulCounselingOnline.com is not a crisis line. It's a way to get a therapist you like working with that honestly would cost a lot more the traditional way. It's private. It's very well done. So now professional counseling is available anywhere. 
here, and you don't even have to drive to an office. And I think I mentioned the cost. Big difference. FaithfulCounselingOnline.com. Check it out right now, and you can be talking with someone in less than 24 hours. It's really remarkable. FaithfulCounselingOnline.com. There are some things that just feel like Cincinnati. Sunshine this afternoon and a lot of it. Going to get up near 70 tonight. Back into the 50s this evening and then look at morning lows tomorrow in the upper 40s. Saturday afternoon, really nice. About 70, 71. Uh, getting into Sunday, a little grilling. Why not? 72 degrees. It's a fantastic looking forecast for the weekend. Next chance for rain comes with the cold front. Middle part of next week. From the Fox 19 now, First Alert Weather Center. A meteorologist Frank Barzulo on Cincinnati's Christmas Star 93.3. It's currently 45 at Star 93.3. Cincinnati's Christmas Star is sponsored by Christmas Nights of Lights. Returning this year to Coney Island with even more lights. ChristmasNightsOfLights.com. Coming up this hour. the snowman was a jolly, happy soul. Cincinnati's Christmas Star, 93.3, WAKW Cincinnati. It's an uplifting Christmas with Cincinnati's Christmas Star, 93.3. A new beginning. And you're starting in the right place. On Cincinnati's Christmas Star, 93.3. Well, there you go. 93.3 WAKRFM, Cincinnati's Christmas Star with their Christmas programming. I think this is a pretty good sounding radio station, but I'd like to know what you think of the radio station. Why don't let me know by email. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.